Hello everyone. This is another episode of my channel uh, and podcast dedicated to managing better. Why manage better? Managing better is all about doing better every day. Every day all the time keep improving. There is of course more to this uh, but I will save it for uh, another podcast or another session. Today I am very very excited to bring to you one of India's finest minds in quality and uh, quality applications, right? Um, uh he's both a friend and a guide to me and to thousands of quality professionals in india um quite difficult to find his time so i am delighted that he's agreed to be with us today and um let me introduce you to uh hemant urdureshe hemant is a passionate quality professional and a fellow of the american society for quality hemant led quality engineering and reliability functions and i truly admire his passion for reliability more than anything because there are very very few people across the world who are who continue to remain focused on reliability he was with cummins um, for over 28 years if i'm not wrong and um, most striking is that he holds multiple certifications from the american society for quality esq and and, and amongst them uh most notable is that he's probably india's first asq black belt and first asq master black belt so those of you who have done uh, both black belt and master black belt from asq um you are meeting your pioneer or or the path breaker of sorts um he um he's also received uh, the kimpro foundation silver standard in 2003 and later on uh, very recently in 2018 the cia DL Shah Quality Champion Award. Hemant uh, has founded, uh, you know, uh, in the last few several years, he has founded and now operates the Institute of um, Quality and Reliability in Pune, India. And uh, the primary objective of this uh, organization is to spread the knowledge and message of quality uh, across um, across clients in India, and of course, uh, also to encourage individuals to um, seek certification and you know. you get forward get better on their uh, quality journey uh, hemant has authored a book on six sigma and co-authored a book on tqm interestingly i used his tqm book um, while teaching a mba class uh, a few years ago and thoroughly enjoyed the content and the and the examples and the exercises that he was able to put together um hemant has trained thousands of quality professionals to seek asq certifications like i said and another interesting fact about hemant is that he runs a um, you know quality related technical channel on youtube and more interestingly he runs a music channel on youtube so those of you who have not uh, seen this side of hemant i totally urge you to check uh, his music channel he is one of the few people who play accordion uh really really well and if you are a hindi music lover particularly old hindi music songs and you love in music instruments this is the place to be so that's another side of him he is also very passionate about chess so there are many facets for him but um, it will um, i'll not stand between you and him now any further and um, let me bring him to it so him uh, any opening comments from you please yeah thank you very much anshuman thank you and i'm really overwhelmed with the introduction that you gave actually <laughs> and i recall so many things that uh, that have happened in uh, last so many years so thank you thank you very much for your introduction uh, 
and i appreciate uh, your time and uh, commitment to this kind of a podcast sharing knowledge and spreading the message of quality with all your viewers and listeners so thanks a lot for inviting me here thanks emon thank thank you very much and uh, let's uh, get going um, so uh, i checked with a few people as to what we would like to know from you right so among the questions uh, that was top of the charts was what is your definition of quality we all know that you know there are several definitions of quality and sometimes we get lost into definitions but uh, i would like to really know um, that what is your definition of quality uh yeah that's uh, you have asked a very difficult question right at the beginning so it's like a new ball you <laughs> get a shining <laughs> with full speed coming i remember wesley all <laughs> coming in and bowling and so on and so forth but uh, i would probably recall definitions of the great gurus rather than my own definition so let us talk about juran's definition which says uh, quality is fitness for use and then you have uh, conformance to requirements from uh, uh, from another expert uh, quality guru philip philip crosby and then we have uh, taguchi's definition which is lost to quality uh, lost to society after the product is shipped uh, while these all definitions are good uh, sometimes i feel that the taguchi definition is uh, is something that drives actions i mean uh, lost to society drives actions and more or it's more uh, you can say inclusive you can say nowadays mm. we talk about those things so it beyond the customer it also includes the society in general so philosophically i am inclined to go for that definition that society is included in the part of quality because suppose somebody makes a car which is uh, which has got uh, higher emissions which are which are on the boundary line of the specifications that's still a good quality and meets the requirements but uh, society in general would lose in the long run sure yeah so i would say that's more uh, encompassing inclusive definition of quality and it drives mm-hmm. actions there is a whole philosophy of uh, taguchi's robust design and tolerance design and design of experiments and Uh, what sometimes is called as offline quality control yeah it's a it's a worthwhile area to explore i think i think not much has been done especially in india on that field and you're right you know uh, what use uh, or, or juran and demings definitions around quality have to be extended to society as such right so there can be uh, something very useful uh, fit to purpose fit to use but it may be leading to some loss to society and and that overall uh, view taguchi provided so yeah uh, thanks thanks emil uh, moving on uh, uh, i i've i've known you for some years and i've been very fascinated with you know how you would have gotten to quality uh, because all of us have a quality career story right so how did we get into quality <laughs> most of the time it was never by design right so um, you know uh, you, you are of course more senior to me but uh, you know in our um, Uh, peer group also we find that everybody has a quality career story so what's your quality career story and a little bit about how you um, uh, you know moved into running a institute of your own so just for yeah that's uh, that's an important and interesting question uh, i didn't start my career in quality as such uh, i after graduation as a mechanical engineer i joined uh, kirloskar cummins then now it is called cummins india limited 
So I joined as a trainee engineer and after uh, completing my training, I worked there as a process engineer for about 10 years. So my core experience uh, the, the, in the formative years is in process design, process planning, manufacturing, engineering, machining processes, and Cummins makes diesel engines. So it was in the components related to diesel engines and also the assembly of those components and diesel engines. So that's my uh, starting core experience. But then it was uh, our uh, boss, Mr. R.V. Ramachandran, who was the managing director of Cummins, who uh, thought that uh, quality should be built in rather than inspected. So he was of that opinion, uh, a strong opinion that quality should be built in. So he thought that why not, uh, why not bring a process uh, engineer who have worked in core processes, manufacturing processes, and uh, shift him to quality so that the quality people move their uh, approach to quality built in. So that was the whole idea behind my, uh, my moving to quality. So I was uh, on one fine morning, I was given uh, Juran's handbook by Mr. Ramachandran and he said, uh, this is your Bible. And uh, uh, that was a kind of a, I won't say shock, but it was a pleasant surprise to me that, uh, but I didn't know uh, what is to be done in quality at that moment. So I just took the Bible and uh, took his message and objectives of my moving to quality, quality built in. So Juran's handbook was my first uh, interaction uh, with quality, thanks to Mr. Ramachandran. And uh, then I took uh, charge as quality control uh, head of shop floor and then metrology and then so many things happened over a period of time. Uh, later on, I was given uh, responsibility to implement what is called as Cummins Total Quality System at Cummins India. So mm. Cummins TQS is actually a, a great uh, golden opportunity to learn. It was a golden opportunity to learn uh, the core knowledge of quality processes. And uh, the Cummins TQS system came from no other than Arman Pigenbaum, who is a very uh, well-known quality yeah. guru. So he had uh, supported or helped Cummins uh, Global to formulate that com uh, total quality system. So I was given a responsibility to implement that in our plant in at Kothur Pune in India. And uh, that changed my perspective. Then uh, it also required us to map our uh, skill levels to the world-class level. So that was a time when I moved to ASQ certifications, mapping our skill levels and... Uh, it was a major realization that how much we don't know in the quality techniques, technology, uh, statistical process control, quality control, design of experiments, and so on. So we came to know that we don't know most of it. So that was a <laughs> that was a major realization. While I, I worked on processes, of course, quality was uh, still, uh, we had a primitive knowledge, I would say, of uh, all the quality uh, techniques, statistical quality control, and so on. So uh, we had a uh, statistics professor came coming in and teaching us all those skills. And uh, many of us got certified into uh, ASQ certifications. CQE was our first uh, initiative for uh, the quality certifications. And then we also moved to certified mechanical inspectors and so on. So that was the time when I learned all the basics and um, uh, I tried to implement whatever I learned immediately after I learned and tried to practice, implement whether it works in reality or what should be done in real life. 
situations. So that was also a major opportunity to learn and gather experience in this uh, area. So that was the time. And because I, uh, because I realized that how much we don't know after the ASQ certification and the TQS implementation, I thought that uh, this is also essential to, sh it is also essential to share this knowledge with, uh, with others in the industry as well as individuals. So it was in 2005 that I left Cummins to spread this message and started this Institute of Quality and Reliability, uh, which still continues to uh, share knowledge uh, with, with companies as well as individuals. We have been working with many companies and individuals for uh, spreading this message. No, thank, thanks, Emma. And quite an interesting journey. And um, uh, Mr. Ramchandran is, is common to us, you know, because he was the first uh, chairman of Kimpro as well, where I started my right. quality career. So, yeah. you know, there is, um, uh, he was, he's probably the only person in India uh, who rose to CEO level from a quality uh, background, right? So, um, yeah, he, he's, uh, we, a lot of us are kind of, you know, we owe our careers to somebody like him and people yeah, like yeah. Lula and others. So uh, moving on, um, uh, you know, you are very well known in the industry uh, across India for solving problems um, from a chronic problems from a, a Six Sigma tools application point of view, right? So as you pointed out that, you know, you were trying to use everything that you were learning so that the learning is far more deeper and stronger. And, and that's some of the, when I ask about, uh, ask people about you, that comes up that, you know, you, you know, if the, if a problem is not getting solved, call him, he, he will find a way. So I'm sure you have tons of stories around that, but uh, what would be your like most favorite story um, around solving a long standing problem using some tool application, uh, quality tool applications? Yeah, thank you, Anshuman, for asking that question. Uh, I don't know uh, solutions to many problems, but I did have opportunity to uh, opportunity to solve many problems. And I don't think it was me alone. It was uh, me along with all our team members and uh, colleagues. Uh, with their help, we could solve many difficult problems. Uh, one of the first uh, problems that I remember uh, this may not be the uh, problem, but uh, we had a problem on uh, certain types of gear pumps that we made in Cummins. And we had some issues about the delivery, uh, the delivery of those pumps. It requires certain amount of uh, fuel to deliver to the, to the pumps in Cummins system. So we were facing a lot of rework on that, about maybe probably 20% rework. And uh, why I'm uh, mentioning this problem is that was one of the first uh, problems where I actually tried the design of experiments as a technique mm. and, and uh, got some very interesting results. So what we thought as the possible root cause was not the possible root, not the root cause. We found something different when we actually did the experimentation. So uh, uh, whatever we feel uh, because of our technical knowledge, we have our own biases. So we have to keep our biases apart and gather some knowledge using the experimentation, statistical methods, and that uh, gives us a strong clue to the solutions. So that was one of the first ones. Uh, the other problem that I would like to uh, recall is uh, on cylinder heads. And 
I remember again, uh, Mr. Ramachandran, whom we had uh, early morning meetings at six uh, forty-five a.m. in Tamil those days. So it was, uh, it was uh, at least most of us thought that as a torture that time, early morning six forty-five, going there and having a cup of tea, pohas, and then starting the meeting at seven sharp. Mm. And of course, Mr. Ramachandran would be there uh, maybe ten minutes before us. So we did. Uh, we can't. We couldn't complain. Also, so anyway. so we had a tough problem that was not getting solved cylinder some some something to do with the cylinder head uh, run out concentricity or geometrical accuracies so the issue was i don't want to go into the technical details of the problem but basically the solution came from uh, one of our quality inspectors who had certain observations and he said that we are finding some distortions in the cylinder head after assembly and uh, that was the clue that he mentioned and then we uh, checked the components before assembly after assembly on the coordinate measuring machines compared the results and did some statistical analysis of uh, two sample t tests or whatever whatever we knew at that point of time and then we uh, we could really get a solution and before that we had actually uh, installed a full fledged uh, cnc a uh, boring machine or a machining center to uh, machine those components which was kind of expensive uh, process we moved our process from a conventional machine to cnc machine mm. but we didn't get the solution but after implementing the uh, implementing the action based on the suggestion from our inspectors we could actually move back to our older machine reduce the cost again and we found a, a solution as to what was going wrong there and then there are many other uh, problems like uh, certain failure of gears and then failures of camshafts in uh, field on the camshaft i would like to make a special mention because it was one of the toughest ones to solve so this was a global issue on the camshaft failures and uh, we had taken so called a design for six sigma project i was head of head of product engineering at that point of time in cummins actually i had moved to engineering then so we had taken up i was the sponsor for that project for the design for six sigma project and one of our very good uh, engineers took up the challenge and then uh, we found a solution the learning there was uh, use a lot of computer power apply uh, apply all the stress analysis techniques and field trials and innovative ideas so we found a great solution and the project actually won the global uh, chairman's award by then i had uh, left cummins and started this institute of quality but the project leader gave me to uh, came to my house to give the sweets and t-shirt and all that <laughs> because he got recognized uh, world over so yeah. that's the uh, that's another problem there are so many but uh, no, no i time i think we limit yeah but i i like how you gave a spectrum of um, you know and then uh, from your vast experience in multi you know hundreds and maybe even thousands of problems solved the first one was more around you know finding a clue the second was more about people the third was more about technology and this is how problems are solved right there is no one body of knowledge that solves any problem as long as we are willing to remain open to new ideas new methods new technologies uh, most problems in uh, can be solved and uh, the other interesting part i find is that and this is something i lament today is that Uh, your problems are hardcore manufacturing industry problem that is the core of the industry right many of us are just busy doing histograms and pareto on some very simple uh, service industry projects which i don't regret but you know we forget that the heart of the industry is 
uh, in manufacturing. So, so, so glad that, you know, you brought up those examples. Um, moving on, um, and, and, you know, as I mentioned in my introduction, uh, from what I know, uh, and you can confirm there that you are probably India's first ASQ certified black belt and also India's first ASQ certified master black belt. Um, so any, any thoughts on how you stumbled upon this? And, um, and, and secondly, related question would be that, you know, what advice you, would you give to uh, students who are preparing for, um, and I use students as a general word, anybody who's appearing for an exam is a student. Um, uh, who was who's appearing for these exams? Any piece of advice? Um. Uh, that's an interesting question again. Uh, see this, I mentioned about the Cummins total quality system earlier and uh, mapping of skills. That actually led to our certified quality engineer certification first. That was our first certification. Then we uh, trained all our quality inspectors, large numbers, uh, for the certified mechanical inspector. Now is to call it certified quality inspector, but then it was CMI. Uh, yeah, CMI. Certified, CM, uh, certified mechanical inspector it was at that point of time. So um, after that, when I, uh, uh, when I moved on in Cummins, uh, then they, based on my TQS and uh, CQE experience, I got involved into uh, the Six Sigma implementation at Cummins. And uh, I got some training in Six Sigma. It was a sponsor's training. But then uh, I also did some projects at Cummins. And uh, um, ASQ announced uh, in 2000, I think ASQ announced the Six Sigma Black Belt uh, certification first time. They wrote to me as a ASQ member. And I decided to appear for this exam. I realized that there is a significant overlap between the CQE and uh, uh, black belt. So I appeared for that. Uh, it was at Chennai that I took the, I wrote the black belt exam. And since I was the only one in India and most probably somewhere within Asia also, definitely one single participant in India. So I got certified as a black belt. Before that, I also had a certified quality manager. Again, my TQS and other implementation uh, was, uh, was a great foundation for all these certifications. Right. So uh, the formal training was only from that statistics professor earlier. Uh, other, other than that, I think a lot of it uh, I owe to the Cummins experience uh, in terms of TQS implementation and quality assurance uh, processes uh, at our company. Uh, later on uh, in 2005, I got uh, certified reliability engineer uh, because I was in engineering and doing a lot of work related to reliability. I was also head of functional excellence for reliability incomings there. So uh, I decided to get certified as a reliability engineer, which also I did in 2005. And uh, later on, uh, when I started this Institute of Quality and Reliability, then in 2010, ASQ announced the Master Black Belt certification. Mm -hmm. So again, I decided to take it and I was the only one taking in India and Asia. That's what uh, the ASQ uh, officials told me. Uh, so I got certified as a master black belt then. Uh, of course, MBB is a different kind of certification because you have to get your profile or portfolio approved before you even qualify for the exam. So that was the MBB certification. Uh, I think a lot of it came from my experience and uh, the foundation skills that I had uh, I had received through Cummins training, the TQS implementation and the CQE training, etc., etc. Uh, 
to go further on this what uh, what i would uh, recommend to those who want to take the hsk exam i don't i don't see hsk certifications as a uh, as a kind of uh, the final destination or objective i would say that all these uh, certifications they have some differences uh, between each of them and each of each of the certification has got a different value i would say but mm. there is a significant overlap but finally uh, everyone should look at these certifications as uh, gathering knowledge and using it for uh, making your lives better making your organizations uh, quality improvement uh, quality better products better services better whatever in uh, whatever you learn you start applying and see how it works sometimes you may not succeed but uh, often uh, the techniques work if technique 1 doesn't work try technique 2 or whatever it is whatever it takes so uh, implementation and uh, using it for the betterment of the company your own career is something that i value more than uh, than passing the exam itself I, that's what i would say preparation of exam of course is a technical part everybody knows those you have to you have to do a lot of rigorous study you have to think of going back to your college days etc etc so that kind of a mindset is required taking the isq exams <laughs> no very well put i think it, it uh, and and i totally loved your humility that you know you you don't give much credence to that you were the first uh, and uh, the path bearer for many of us uh, uh, but but the application point that you brought in and 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 you know to be fair you know once you have applied and in your case as well because you had done the tqs implementation at cummins any uh, certification became easier because you know you had already done most of the things that we, we the exam would uh, seek uh, from a student and that's usually the key uh, for people listeners you know um, if you are doing something the exam is only a formality if you're not doing it exam is very very difficult and then it becomes a burden uh, i get a lot of questions on whether i should do green belt and whether i should do black belt and all and my first question is uh, why do you want to do it and what do you actually do right the certification is different what do you actually do if you have no relation to uh, any of these uh, things um, certifications or your work doesn't include the certification is going to be a piece of paper um sure. and, uh, and it's only on that day that you get a satisfaction <laughs> you get happiness yeah. but from next day onwards you are again going back to your work and doing something that you have been doing that is not related to it yeah. so that should change after the certification and uh, learning i mean the way you you are doing things should change after you learn something new that's yeah. what i would say so moving on to my last question um, which i always ask all my guests is that um, for our listeners what would be the one quality book that you would recommend and uh, since i know you very well maybe you have an option of going for two quality books maybe are <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are giving me uh, very uh, difficult very, choice very very tight uh, limit uh, <laughs> specifications i would say <laughs> and i can't meet that tolerance <laughs> Uh, well the first book is not actually in the in the regular sense it's not a quality book it's actually the seven habits of the highly effective people mm. and uh, it is basically quality of leadership or quality of ethical leadership and uh, that's from stephen covey uh, why i mentioned that is uh, i uh, i had a very very major influence because of this book uh not only the book i also attended a complete training of five uh, days residential training of this seven habits of the highly effective people 
and uh, it gave a major realization that again uh, like the tqs and other things i said uh, we come to know how much we don't know again the similar experience in the in the leadership training this stephen kavey institute training uh, in 1991 or 92 i think it was in cummins so uh, you get a major realization there that uh, what is this leadership about and what are these seven habits of the highly effective people how they how they influence the others so there is a personal victory and then there is a public victory so uh, two parts uh, it's divided and then there is a sharpening saw Uh, you realize that unless you keep your body fit you are not going to deliver anything so that's another realization there is a mental uh, peace or there are so many things that are discussed yeah. there so uh, seven habits is something that i would very strongly recommend to uh, anyone uh, whether quality or any other field uh, it doesn't matter the second book uh, since you gave me a limitation of two books i would again use an or there <laughs> like mm. the example <laughs> sure sure so, so of course uh, the the juran's book uh, comes to my mind because that was the first one i did close to my heart because that was given to me at the start of my quality journey and uh, so it's a bible to all those who want to learn about quality uh, skills techniques philosophy everything that that's a complete uh, complete uh, very thick book so it's not like reading a book actually it's a reference book reference so any, book yeah. any day you have you need some reference of any uh, anything in quality you just open that book and you get it so it's kind of encyclopedia of quality so that's the uh, juran handbook as a, as another one uh, i would also say that uh, the kiki bhote's book on world class quality is also an excellent reference for uh, shining tools along with uh, montgomery's book and other things so these are some books that come to my mind uh, when you ask question about quality books or books uh, that sure. i recommend <laughs> no i i'm i'm so glad that you know you mentioned kiki bothe's uh, book also because you know uh, that's an area which many quality professionals don't explore much and and there is a sea of uh, knowledge there and and uh, the tools are um, Uh, actually once you once you understand it, it they are more user friendly than the regular uh, tools um, so they are kind of very easy to understand and implement at uh, shop floor also everybody can understand correct. these tools easily that's the benefit of yeah this. i mean simple things like the pre control and other things are you know pretty, very very um, easy to implement. and they are uh, they are based on very sound statistical principles but the application yes. is fairly um, simple and straightforward so thank you hemant i think uh, we will bring this uh, episode to an end um, thank you very much for your time and uh, listeners um, i hope you enjoyed this session with uh, hemant and uh, you know uh, you know he his charming personal style of bringing stories to life and and you know please remember that you know you can bring stories to life you only if you have stories so he is he has a wealth of experience in quality and uh, related fields which he brings uh, as i said you know i totally love the fact that you know he still focuses on reliability we need more people in in those fields um, and and will continue to need those things uh, with that uh, i'll end this episode thank you for watching and uh, as you know uh, we now host these uh, put up these sessions on youtube as well as uh, as a podcast so the choice is yours as a consumer how you want to consume this uh, information um keep watching keep listening 
and till then manage better thank you thank you thank you anshuman for inviting me into this uh, forum thanks a lot it was thank enjoyable you, having a conversation with you on quality thanks same same here thanks